It's Scoopy Poopy. What? Here's our friend, Scoopy Poopy. It's your new nickname. What did I do to deserve this? It's what you didn't do. What did I deserve to do friends like you? <laughs> With fiends like you, who needs friends? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you do that sort of like deep bassy sound, uh-huh. The back of your throat, it yeah. sounds, it like rattles in your ears a lot. And so it sounds a lot cooler than I think. I just it killed a is. moth. Oh. No, I didn't kill it. It's still alive. Ah. <laughs> it's in my bedroom. It's in my ass. It's in my ass. Welcome to Bundle Buddies. This is a podcast where we play indie games from itch.io and elsewhere. My name is Alex Honneth. And my name is Eric Taylor Roth. And our producer is Matthew Haddock. We were inspired to play through the itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality when it was launched in June 2020. It raised over $8 million for charitable causes. We now play that bundle, other bundles, and other games to celebrate the spirit of indie gaming and social justice. This is episode 68, and we have played 191 of the 3,421 games in our bundles, and we promise to play all of them. Thank you for joining us today. Wow. That's pretty crazy. 191. That's We're getting close to 200. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Do we want to do a special thing for 200? Yeah, yeah. We should have, like, a little cake or something. Yeah. Like How a, about we... Ha- a tiny little let's, cake. Let's hang out and get drunk. That sounds great. Hey, all right. Cool. Let's eat a big old steak. <laughs> Throw up <laughs> don't in threaten, the street. Hey, don't threaten me with a good time, my man. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's going on? What, what, are you, what are you playing? What's happening? Uh... Playing Elden Ring, playing Apex Legends, playing Rocket mm. League. Really, un, really, nothing has it. changed. Watching Better Call Saul, having a good time. Just I love it. Just loving life. You discovered who you are. You know thyself. Mm-hmm. You know it, it's a gift you give yourself every day when you know when you know thyself. Exactly. How about you? I'm I'm chasing down the final ending in uh, Triangle Strategy. Um, and then I'll be the 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 curse will be lifted. And then what? Are you gonna never play games again? I think that's it. I think the podcast will will be at two hundred games by then, and we'll be able to. I'll just be free. All right, fair enough. Hey, I'll it's... be I'll be like the like the genie in Aladdin, free at last. Oh yeah, but he comes back for Aladdin too. That's right. The revenge. Jafar gets revenge. Oh yeah, revenge of Jafar gets revenge. You know who played uh, the genie in Aladdin too? Robin Williams. Dan uh, Casta, the guy who plays Homer. Dan, he's a, he's a legend. Dan Castellano. It something wasn't like that. Robin Williams. No, no, he because there's like a it's a famous story that like uh, Robin Williams was pissed at Jeffrey Katzenberg for like they like used him way more in the advertising than he agreed to. Oh, he like did it for super cheap or something like that, and then they burned him really badly when against his wishes, and so like they bought him a Picasso and all this shit to try to get him to like do it. They bought they him a Picasso. At... 
Yeah, it's a really funny story. It's yeah. it's worth checking out. It's okay. a, there's an episode of the Blank Check podcast where they go into it, but also it's in some books you can read. It's great, guys. You should listen to the Blank Check podcast. This sounds incredible. <laughs> Do you listen to that podcast? No, no. Shout out! It's a really great podcast. What are you doing listening to our thing? Well, if you listen, you just listen to both of them. It doesn't oh. have to be either or. Oh, yeah. Maybe it does. If it has to be either or, listen to left, us. But left if it's ear, not, right ear. <laughs> Who's our guest this week, Alex? Uh, we got the B, the notorious BRM, um, Brian Rodriguez McGovern, oh. a dear old friend of both of us. Yeah. Uh, the the winningest BB in Bundle Buddies history. Mm-hmm. He's been on the most times, and it's not even freaking close. And he's pretty, he's a a hard guest to please. He's, he yeah. has been pretty, <laughs> pretty negative about some of these games. If, yeah, so uh, if I don't know honest. if, to, I don't know if today is going to be any different. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Okay. I want to see if there's any devs listening right now. We love you and we appreciate you very much. Yeah. 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 Uh, what's the call um, this week? Uh, the cause this week is K-Town for All. It's a volunteer-led grassroots organization serving Koreatown's homeless community members through direct aid and political advocacy. Their goal is to make Koreatown in Los Angeles a more inclusive and vibrant community by working with and advocating for their homeless neighbors. Homelessness in K-Town and in Los Angeles more broadly is a crisis. We seek to ameliorate the suffering it causes in our own neighborhood and advocate for policies that respect the rights, dignity, and needs of the unhoused. Uh, K-Town for All is really f- a phenomenal organization. We've uh, shouted them out and donated them before, and we're excited to do so again. Uh, they, you know, when it comes to like people that are actually on the ground floor making material difference in people's lives, it's uh, they're they're fantastic. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, let's get into the show. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. If we oh. donated, we have donated to them. And if you donate, send proof to bundlebuddiespodcast.gmail.com. We'll shout you on the show. Oh, yeah. Now let's get into the show. Okay, my bad. Yes. It's not like we've only done this uh, 68 other times. Uh, wait, is this our 69th episode? Next week will be. <laughs> Brian Rodriguez McGovern. Is this number five? I think this is four. This is yeah. four. Okay. B- B- you know what I'm starting to call him? I'm starting to call him BRM because he's the he's the the goat, and so he's gotta he's gotta just have like an initial like that. That's good. <laughs> I, I actually um, we I got the BRM, the notorious BRM, the best radio man. <laughs> best radio man. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Owl. Uh, bowel regular movement. That's there what I'm go. There you go. There you bowel, go. comma, regular movement. Regular movement. Yeah. <laughs> 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 See, it makes sense. <laughs> um, okay, so so Brian, you're the you're the most most on Bundle Buddies. You're the you've been on the Bundle Buddies as a guest. The most most requested guest, the most requested guest. And um, and and it got me thinking mm-hmm. about uh, about being a gamer. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have a so I made a, a quiz because there was this I was. Oh, OK, I was. So yesterday we were supposed to uh, do the podcast and Alex wasn't or on Sunday. We were going to do the podcast and Alex wasn't going to be here. So I was like, I need to be able to fill time because 
Brian has been on this podcast, so we've heard pretty much, you know, everything as far as video games go. You've heard my opinion on video games four times. (laughs) (laughs) And and, change opinions. And... you know, I think I'm learning that I just need to pretend I'm not going to show up, and then Eric's will Eric will do some work for the podcast. So well, this is the trick. Well, uh, you know, hey, this no. Is, <laughs> for all of your projects, um, just put in the fear of God with the people you do them with, myself included. <laughs> we will do more work. <laughs> um, apologize. So there was some there was some tweet thread that was like you know some it, like a a gamer kid went off on like whether or not people are real gamers right which is it's sure. one of the the stupidest um, things to to possibly the dumbest argument in the entire world it's just like and the, yeah. including all dumb arguments <laughs> and yet I mean this is an argument not necessarily just with gamers but any sort of subset of people that like identify themselves in like a subculture do constantly right yes mm-hmm. but for you know but for some things to. for some things it's like okay you know there's some there's some things where it's like you're not a doctor right like if somebody was like you're not a fucking doctor i don't know why these motherfuckers keep saying they're doctors you'd be like all right well there's you know let's beef here but gamers <laughs> like the idea of whether or not you you are a gamer. Play yeah. games and then identify. It's it's a stupid thing to identify as maybe to begin with is as a gamer, like a gamer. So the question is, Brian, do you consider yourself a gamer? Absolutely not. Okay, so uh, let's find out if that's true with this quiz. Called- oh wait, but I should say sorry. I, I play games, but I don't consider myself a gamer. So oh. I, I'll say, like, you know. That's I'm, like, I, I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. <laughs> yeah, by the most soulful <laughs> band ever, the Mormons, <laughs> known as the Killers. Yeah, you know, I play some good games. Yeah, I got an Xbox 360. Okay, so <laughs> so let's. So so this this game I play games but I'm not a gamer. <laughs> I know a gamer who looks like a gamer but he's not a gamer. <laughs> are you okay. human or are you gamer? All right, this is called fill in the blanks. Brian um and then uh Alex and Matt you can you can uh give me your answers as well. But okay. but we're going to we're going to we're going to see, Brian, if you really are a gamer. Okay? Is, it, is this going to be on the test? What? This is the test. The, the, oh, this is the test. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I, I, well, I was prepared. I didn't study. Well, here we go. Okay. <laughs> Fill in the blanks. Mortal blank. Combat. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Which um, should I answer it? Trying to get to get a because here's the thing. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm you should. You should no, 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 no. You should. You should answer. You should answer. Answer honestly. You got the first one right. You said Mortal Kombat, right? Right, right. Yeah, Mortal yeah, Kombat. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Doctor. Mario. Okay. All right. Mario. Blank. Cart. No, no, you were close. It was Mario Bros. You, but good try. Well, okay, okay. 
Okay, you ready? <laughs> you ready? I guess I should have given Alex a chance to pick up the to pick up the points. Wait, so it's like indiv- I'm writing down my answers. Wait, you're writing down your answers? <laughs> <laughs> and so Brian's far. answering them out loud. But and so I- far, there's multiple answers to these questions. Wait, this is, uh, it's an incredible is, quiz. Is this, how you get your, is this how you get your PhD in gaming? Yeah. Wait, is cards? Yeah. Is that oh, like my fat, hard dick in gaming. <laughs> Okay. Need for blank. Speed? Uh, it was actually Need for Speed 2. Was Two. Okay. <laughs> uh, blank the Hedgehog. Mario. <laughs> You're supposed to. Okay. All right. Sonic, obviously. <laughs> but you don't. I like these are. One thing is just a rhyme. <laughs> one thing is like, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, okay. Obviously. Call of blank. Uh, I'm saying that even though it's a potty word, duty. Yeah, call of Duty too, but you were close. <laughs> um, Merriam-Webster's blank. Merriam Webster's Minecraft. <laughs> uh, dictionary? No. What dictionary. Is it? Yeah, dictionary was the correct answer. Okay. Answer. That's Rocket, just like a control question. Rocket blank. Oh. If anyone's listened to the last four podcasts I've been on, they know I know the answer to this. League. Yeah, baby. Rocket League, motherfucker. Did you get that one, Alex? No, I didn't get that. I haven't gotten a lot of these right. By what? your definition. <laughs> Wait, is this your definition or the creator of the quiz's definition? My, I am. I mean, this is the, uh, he's gatekeeping. Am, he's gatekeeping. I'm, gate, for gatekeeping. Oh, you are I'm the gate, gatekeeper. Yeah, I'm okay. gatekeeping right now. But in oh. but um, Super Smash. Oh, Brothers Melee. There you go, baby. Uh, That's the GameCube I, one, right? I've got 99 problems, but a blank ain't one. Twitch. <laughs> but a Twitch ain't one. Uh, oh, yeah, because real right. gamers don't stream. That's for e-girls and guys that, that are simps for e-girls. Okay, real gamers. Well, I, was gonna try, I was trying to get you to say bitch, but, uh, and then call you a misogynist and say that that actually um, is a point towards being a gamer. There's only one of us who have said the B word so far, it's which me. is you, Eric, the only true gamer you, on here. Oh, actually, a true gamer could say, but a Switch ain't one, because don't, like, uh, hardcore yeah, gamers yeah, yeah, not yeah. like Nintendo, which is my number one reason for not identifying as a gamer. Um, so, are there any e-boys? In the world? In the world? Good question. Guys, do you think I can... Okay, sorry. Wait, last one. What's your favorite... <laughs> what's your favorite... We'll uh, what's your favorite Eagles song? Oh. Mm, I was running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on my mind. One day, one day, how many two? Got a friend of mine. Take it easy. Brian, I think you're a gamer, my friend. I'm a gamer? You're a gamer. <laughs> you, you got an answer correct. 
got more than one, right? Yeah. Wait, hold on. What was yeah. the number one equal song for a gamer? Oh, I don't. I don't. What do you think? I fucking graded these. What am I? Mad? <laughs> What? Okay, uh, so teacher? maybe maybe I, maybe I don't want to have Eric do work for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> maybe changed my mind. Here were my answers: Mortal Kombat, Doctor Robotnik, Ooh. Mario, Mario, and then there's literally like every genre of Mario game: Kart, Party, Tennis. And you wrote soccer, all of these baseball. things down. You wrote I wrote I wrote, I wrote a big question mark, and then I wrote Eric is dumb. Mario, <laughs> then, drama, paper. Uh, need for I wrote um, more games Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wrote Speed Two, but I don't think that was my answer originally. I, I was going to try to make up something <laughs> right there. Cheating. Cheating. No, 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 well, no. That one did kind of everything kind of happen at once. It was like a very uh... yeah. It was it was really confusing. It was a bad test. Next one was uh, it was Blank the Hedgehog, and I wrote Eric the Hedgehog. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> what was number six? What was number six again? Call of Droopy, as in Droopy D, the dog. Oh, okay. So you started your answer started to get silly, and which was the point of the. the I don't know. Is it silly to say Droopy the dog? No, here's the thing. That come here, Droopy. Come here, boy. That's the Droopy. Droopy. Come here, Droopy. Droopy's coming in now. Hold on, here he comes. (laughs) I'm gonna. Hello, Hello, Eric. My name's Droopy the dog. (laughs) Right. Imagine you've made a game. I'm the number one gamer named Droopy the Dog, and I like to hang out with Mao Hog. Imagine Cookie the Pig is my best friend. We're a game all the time. The fun never ends. Imagine that you've like, made Hello, a game, and we're going to be reviewing your game on this episode, and you're listening to this, and you want to fucking jump out of a window. What? Uh, Your cast haven't been around for 20 years? People don't get that you have to skip the first 15 minutes of a podcast? (laughs) How do I not listen to WTF? This this is all I wrote down, and it was after you gave the answer. Oh, wow. It just says four speed. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next one. What was was the answer for number seven? What was it again? What what was the prompt? Uh, Miriam Webster's I said teaches typing. <laughs> Alex, I'm not kidding. That's exactly the first thing that came to my mind. That's so funny because no, it was it was like Mavis Beacon. Merriam Webster is Mavis, Mavis Beacon. Merriam Webster married Mavis Beacon. <laughs> Merriam that's what I do when Merriam I do Webster about. married Mavis Beacon. Merriam yeah. Webster married Mavis Beacon. Yeah, what did you get for, for a rocket blank, Alex? What rocket to the moon. <laughs> We got an Elon head. Uh, Smash Bros. 2 Ultimate. Um, and then uh, Every Gamer Needs. What? What is it? No. Uh, what was the next I've one? Got, I've got 99 problems, but a blank. But my hard drive space ain't one. Oh, this guy This guy got a terabyte. And then my, uh, my thing was my favorite Eagle song is To the Limit. Take it to the limit. Huh. Take of it. your CPU processing, Dude, exactly. That's what you, we want to. We want to fucking really let these things go. Let and, the and this is a great segue to bring in why you brought me onto the podcast, which is to talk about the two-part Eagles documentary. <laughs> yes, <laughs> honestly, I went into that podcast or in that podcast. I went into that documentary thing. The Eagles was pretty shitty, and I left it being like, you know what? They were all right. I like a lot of Eagles songs. Yeah, I think me too. I've, I like Eagles songs. I've recently come around uh, to the Eagles as a band that I like. I think well, the, the Coen brothers really fucked them. What's that? Oh, 
the Cohen brothers like really like yeah, they fucked him up. Yeah, they <laughs> fucked up the Eagles for about they fucked him up real years. bad. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna because I was of, gonna blame Gen X, but it is probably mm-hmm. the Cohen. I mean, that's I the most Cohen brothers. Like, what are the Cohen brothers? If not the ultimate Gen Xers, you know? That's true. Yeah. Although they might be boomers age wise. I don't know. We'd have to check. I'm. I. I think the Cohen brothers because they were. Oh, maybe you're right. They were like in the '80s when they were coming up. Yeah, which would, would have been they the were they were fully realized by the early nineties. Mm-hmm. So they were hit thing. boomers though. They were like trying to be pretend like yeah. they were cooler. Than I, their they age. were like thirty in nineteen seventy nine when punk happened. You know, like too old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being thirty when punk happened would have been so cool. Instead, <laughs> instead, I was thirty when Barack Obama happened. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that like no one everyone's like, I'm like, just, like I've got no response to that. Lots of people's brains. Yeah. 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 I'm just like brains yeah. gonna shut down on how to yes and you on that. I'm not even I'm not even sure what I'm saying by that. I don't totally know. Really. <laughs> yeah, like what do you think resonated more? Punk or Barack Obama? <laughs> you got to ask a 50-year-old white guy. <laughs> we asked 10 oh. 50-year-old white guys, and this is what they had to say. We asked two Cohen brothers what they thought. <laughs> um, so there we go. That was my quiz. Um, and I'm that was glad good, to be Eric. a gamer. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think I'm going to start making more of those. That's awesome. What do you think? Like Alex? what character you are from like the office or some shit like that. that so <laughs> and then I just tell people what character they are from the office. All right. Brian, you are totally Dwight from the office. Great. Oh, job. dude. It's so true. It's so true. You're right. I took the red pill, baby. Last, uh, <laughs> last uh, intro. We figured out that uh, I'm Waluigi to Eric's Wario. Uh, that is can- that is canon here. That's canon. Oh, interesting. No, so, Alex is definitely Mario. We fi- we realized that Alex is Mario, and I am more Waluigi. That's right? interesting. Right? So we're both looking for our counterparts, and that's in that scenario. No! Both, and this is kind of like uh, an old um, thing from college. <laughs> Which was uh, a teacher in my media studies curriculum would ask uh, the the boys and and the, the boys and the women. I'll say it. Uh, sorry, college guys, your boys. Oh uh, wow, they're not going to like that. Uh-uh. <laughs> our college what, uh, guy, our college men audience, whew, they're going to be pissed. <laughs> Um, but she was like, what though. do you relate to? What show on TV do you relate to the most? And all the guys said, Entourage. And she said, your life is nothing like Entourage. And that is what media does to us. Yeah. You guys both think you're Waluigi because everybody wants to be Waluigi. But that's why Waluigi was created. So you could put your time and effort into wanting to be like Waluigi. What if they had said... I don't like freaks. What if they had said something that their life was like? What she could she? What was she gonna do? Did she had an out, an out? Did you ever ask her if she had an out? Um, you know, as a guy that went through college without learning the single name of a single teacher he had, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say I did not ask her a follow up question. I love state schools, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Damn lecture hall. 
Hey, we may be a flyover, but I felt like I was on the coast, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All the way to Corn a 3.0. In every direction. My, I, piece of, my piece of media that I related to, if this year's that I was at Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Alex <laughs> Sorry, Ben Schwartz. <laughs> yeah. Because I got it fast. Did you hear that the second Sonic the Hedgehog movie was uh, leaked onto a pornography website <laughs> in its entirety? <laughs> No, I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's something to chew on for a little while. That's a nice prompt for the podcast. That's my, that's my usual porn search. <laughs> um, there's somebody, there's somebody in the world who who was so who does that every day. Was is just like I just hope somebody has posted some Sonic the Hedgehog porn, and and they found that, and it was like the best day of their entire lives. Just like it's like that definition of crazy where to do the exact same thing and hope for a different results. And it like actually paid off for them. <laughs> I think there's Sonic the Hedgehog porn out there somewhere. There is. There's gotta be. <laughs> All I know is when I typed in Sonic the Hedgehog full length, that wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> 90 minute movie. <laughs> Ryan, have you ever played Earthworm Jim? Oh yeah, I love Earthworm Jim. This I is love any ass. Yeah. This is okay. So Earthworm Jim was a part of a, a, a series of games that um, were also cartoon shows. Yeah, uh, uh, in the mid to probably like the late nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember six through ninety eight or something like that. I guess so. Kind of, what is there's like a law that passed in the what late eighties or early nineties where it was like no, it was repealed in the eight in the eighties, and that's why we got Transformers, GI Joes, all that shit was because finally. All that was repealed. It was it was like you couldn't have a cartoon or like a, a show that was marketed to kids that was also like merchandising. Oh yeah. You couldn't like try to sell to kids directly on TV. Um and so when that got repealed, we got all this shit that I became completely obsessed with as a kid. Uh, yeah. and it was all just commercials for toys. Which probably I, I good, was, probably a good law they had in place. Yeah, would have been a great, would have been a great <laughs> law. Yeah, we would have been way less. I don't know, like worm brained <laughs> if, if they didn't. Because you know, I mean, put a corporate mascot in front of me. This is actually in all four of the past uh, episodes where we talked about my love of corporate mascots. Um, um, wait, but yeah, no, I remember watching that uh, that Earthworm Jim. I Earthworm Jim could like fly using his head and I would come mm-hmm. up with like uh you know like fake cartoons or whatever that I really liked and mine my version of Earthworm Jim was a rabbit who had ears that could spin around mm. like that. Oh that's smart. Yeah. yeah that's very I smart. Like that. That's like Jack yeah, uh, Jack Jack. What's up? Pretty sure there's Bugsy Bugs there's a there's a PC um a uh, game character from around the same time, less less well known, who I think had that move. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. Not- he was kind of conquer like, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was kind of like bad, and he was like, I don't like my job. That kind of guy. <laughs> well, there, yeah. there's there's really Bugsby. transgressive. <laughs> there's Bugsby, who's like the Bugsby 3D is one of the worst games ever made, right? That's like yes. notorious. He was That's one of the people who originally was like a, a classic sort of Super Nintendo platformer character they tried to recontextualize in 3d and just like completely phoned it in and made a very frustrating bad game 
Which, you know, making a rabbit who kind of has an attitude and causes trouble for people named Bugsby wasn't funny. <laughs> this is Jazz Jackrabbit. I, I don't think I've ever heard that name before. I've actually watched that porn. <laughs> no, you yeah, when I'm searching for Jazz Jackrabbit, that's not what I want to see, this character. Oh, wait, no. I was definitely trying to spell jizz and didn't know how. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, definitely I was trying to, to spell jizz. Jeff Jackrabbit, but I got it way wrong. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Can't spell Jeff without jazz. That's my catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we can now we can go. <laughs> <laughs>
you, you, you know, no, like, no diss, but that they were like, I can't make a menu for this, but I'm absolutely going to make this a four-player game. It's like such a, funny, <laughs> it's such a funny, like, move to just be like, I'm just going to make it. I can't, I can't do the basic things that like you sort of need for a game, but it's going to definitely be for four people. I didn't even try to like connect a second controller up to to I don't know what get Camille to try to play with me. That would have been funny. <laughs> Just her being well, like, "What are you like? You're a rock." Like, why? like, so here's a question with the with the gameplay itself. Um, cause it was kind of the same thing. Like maybe it was like an itch issue where I was able to download it off of another program, but there wasn't like a menu screen. So like I hadn't connected the controller. Is there like anything like what happens when you start like moving around the space? Just, you just fly around. You, you freaking like, roll, dude. Yeah. You're just, you're having a ball. You're flying. Here's the thing. Is it it's like, other than when people fall off or is it like, yeah. So if people fall off and then you have to restart the game, I don't know if it's buggy. It respawns. There's no, I mean, there's the, you know, it's barely a game. This feels, it's like, it's like a, a, a half finished mini mini game from Mario Party is the but one. But maybe that's why they took it off of itch because maybe they're like working on it. <laughs> it's kind of delightful though. Like I would fucking I play it, this yeah. stupid game. Like I would absolutely spend like four hours with my friends if this was an actual game. I could see wasting an entire day just like getting pissed. It's, it's very funny because we played a game a couple of episodes ago uh, with Jonah Cooper called Penguins Arena, where it was oh, like, yeah, yeah, we played it and we're like, oh, you know what? This is like a co-op game. We're pl- we can't play it against each other because it came out in 2008 and there's no servers left to play <laughs> yeah. it on. It's yeah. impossible to play this the way it was intended against other people. And then there's been other games we played that have been co-op games where it's like, oh. This is fun to play against computer, but I'm pretty pretty clearly like it would be really fun if I could play against like you in person. Um, and this is sort of like that, except not even done. You know what I mean? Like, there's no you have to like keep track of like who's winning on a piece of paper. Oh it's yeah, because yeah. you can't even play remotely, right? Like, it would have to be everyone. So you then there's there. just, like you would need four Bluetooth controllers hooked up to your computer to play it. Which yeah. I, I'm sure you can do, but I don't even know how. No, nor 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 do I care to. But if this was like a free to play with like you know add-ons, you could pay to like soup up your rock. Honestly, like one of maybe, the maybe if the rock score on a goal or something like that and can sail through the air, you know what I mean? Wait, but I mean, with not much. I still I like with not much more. This is the kind of game I like because it's conceptually frustrating. Yeah, rock league. <laughs> but I could see it being fun if it was called. Yeah, if it was a rock league type. I, I don't think this is dead in the water at all. No, this so honestly I, no, fine. <laughs> I think here's here's the this thing that I can think- rules. It's funny. Here's the thing that's that's funny is we're like we're, of, we're like a fucking cat playing with like you know you buy like an incredible enclosure for a cat or something like that, and the cat just wants to play with the box. It's like exactly. what we're like right now. No, but I do think that we play a lot of games where people have poured a lot of time and effort and energy into the games, but don't think about like is this gonna be fun? And honestly. Is rolling a big rock around and trying to knock your other rock friends off while like blowing up stuff? It's that's fun. I don't know. I mean, like, you know, it's they, it's they, one they, of the best double entendres we've had because destruction rocks and destruction. 
it rocks. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? It's true. I, Final um, thoughts. Matt, oh, no, Matt, please get get a thought in before we well, go. I just, I, this is another one of those games where it's like they nailed the physics. It's fun to move yeah. around. But it's also like hell just being in this world. <laughs> like, why would I want to spend any time like in this generic, like, I don't know, like custom map from Halo 3? <laughs> I don't know. I, I – I think it's another thing where it's like, yes, it's fun to roll the rock around. <laughs> and it's cool, like, actually, like, the way the, the, the physics in this game are really good. It reminds me of that skydiving game we yeah, played, yeah, yeah. you know, where it's like the physics are so good, but there's something kind of le- lifeless and about dead about it that makes me, like, like feel like the center of my brain in a way that I really don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you and uh, human fall flat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like kind of it's like that frustrating kind of physics where you're like a rag doll trying to do like a simple task. And it's kind of like infuriating and hilarious. Like that's that's like what this at its best could be. Though yes. Yeah. Very underbaked. Right. You could make like a king of the hill thing with this. Anyway. Yeah, you're right, Alex. Let's get to final thoughts. <laughs> I, my final thoughts is this is a pass, but uh, it could vary. If somebody spent some time to turn it into a you know, functional game, uh, it, it would be a lot of fun. Brian, let's hit you next. Uh, yeah, you know. I think it was interesting. Eric said um, he's talking about how we play a lot of games. And I know when I've been on the podcast, we play a lot of games that people really pour their heart and soul into it. And I'm going to say straight up emphatically, don't do that. Do destruction rocks. (laughs) That is the better path to me having a fun time. It's just like, is the idea core is the core idea fun to me to play even if it's not successful it's gonna be a play and <laughs> oh it's play. All right, all right. And because it's like a good concept worthy of a game where it's like you know having like being in a cave and and like realizing you're afraid to talk to girls is not worthy <laughs> of creating video games is anyone making like a cave dungeon crawler about how they're afraid of talking to girls okay well like, i told you that pitch in confidence and i don't appreciate you blowing it up on the podcast like that so clearly cave girl love will remain on my google docs i thought you were, i thought you were calling it alex's trepidation yeah well that's right too it's called a last alex alex uh matt final thoughts uh i think it's it's a pass <laughs> i um yeah i mean it's it's a cool tech demo and someone yeah. messing around with physics. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun to turn on. Thank you so much, Matt, the voice of reason. And I, my thoughts are the same as Matt's. I'll just say this one thing. Destruction rocks, uh, but I'm a pass. <laughs> um, okay. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, as different a game as there ever could be uh, in the history of gaming. This is Crescent Loom from the racial justice and equality by Olive. An educational 2D artificial intelligence biology exploration moddable nonviolent underwater uh, educational simulation game. Liked the cell stage of Spore but wanted more depth. Gotten merrily lost in the graphical programming puzzle of Space Chem. Love the can I manage to build this creativity of Kerbal Space Program. Crescent Loom is the very first biologically realistic nervous system simulation game. It lets you in a hands-on, mad scientist way tinker with everything from neurotransmitter to the ecological niche of an animal. So dive in and maybe, just maybe, by poking around with these simple creatures, you'll figure out something about how your own body ticks. Um, this game is... A, I... I 
am like I feel like bad reviewing it because it's so cool and like could not be a worse fit for what we do on this podcast. I that's <laughs> that's true. I mean, you know really, what I mean? Well. The tutorial sort of stopped in the middle for me. Yes, so I, the tutorial did stop in the middle for me too. <laughs> That's true. I, I wish that I had had a little bit more time to learn about what it was. Is there is there a game? It's not really. I think it's a work in progress. They said that even in the menu screen when you open it up. You know, it's a in progress. Expect bugs. And yeah, I, was I mean, was not just a microplasm. <laughs> not just the bugs in the game, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, well so, okay. So what this thing is, uh, let me explain. So is you can create using kind of bones and muscle, and then like there's a brain like transmitters in there to make like like sort of these like fishy kind of things that sort of move around um in the water and that's sort of it that's what you're doing and then i also looked there was like a race thing it's funny that it says it's non-violent because i picked three random animals and one of my animals raced and the other one ate the other animal like oh. <laughs> it was just like instantly like devoured the other animal and i was like i i don't I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll say with the game, because it is, it's like you, it's basically exists in a Petri dish. And it's interesting, they brought up Spore, which was like a Sims game, I think. Yeah, it was made by uh, Maxis, right? Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. And that's the thing, like, uh, uh, my 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 girlfriend, Caitlin, has played Spore, and she was talking about it when I was talking about this game. And I was Bundle like, oh, Lieber. That's... Caitlin is a former guest, Bundle Lieber. Linda Lieber, um, big time Sims head, um, and and she really likes Spore, and we were kind of talking about how this was different. And I think the big thing was there really was like almost like an engineering schematic element to it, which was like uh-huh. you need to create the mechanics for uh, just like a couple celled organism to move, yeah. and that seemed to be like the first big thing to overcome. And I actually think that was like really cool and fun, though the tutorial did kind of like leave me high and dry and I felt a little on my own. But I did figure it out. It could kind of get like uh, some um, a, a cell to start like shaking around, which was I mean, it's cool. That's the kind of thing I would want to kill time in a computer lab as a kid. Like, holy yeah, shit. hundred percent. Where you build kind of like a Rube Goldberg and like early mm-hmm. CD-ROM games where it's like, you're trying to get the fluid to like empty out of here and pour out here. And here's all the simple machines, like very grid based to like early kind of windows 95 stuff. It had that feel of that edutainment that I really liked, though it was much more advanced than that. I, I, um, I, yeah. I, I, it reminded me there was, I forget what it was in. It, it was, someone was talking about growing up in China versus growing up in the United States. And it was like in China, you can go anywhere and get like chemical compounds to be able to construct like your own like radio. You can be all the pieces of machinery to kind of do those things. And then in the United States, you can buy whatever you want from a supermarket. You know what I mean? Like in, ter- <laughs> yeah, in terms yeah. of like what, like the differences in like educate, like education and entertainment. Um, and this sort of feels like that it's the Chinese model of like, it doesn't hold your hand. It kind of drops you in and there's some tutorials you can do, but it's really just like giving you like this full array of tools to kind of fool around with whatever you want. But in this world, like it's really hard to make something that functions well. It's not like super intuitive or easy. You have to kind of work at it. And for my dumb 
uh, you know, pandemic ADD rattled brain. I just don't, I don't have that in me. You know what I mean? I felt yeah, I really like, wish- oh, sorry, go ahead. I felt like a fucking Frankenstein, like just making these spines with muscles that twitched. Like I could, I fucked around with like wh- how long these like ligaments were and stuff like that and made these like horrific, you know, like, <laughs> creatures that just wanted to die that were just like you know like at some point i just started like clicking on stuff and just like dragging shit into the brain and like attaching (laughs) like ligaments and tendons and tails and spines to this thing and i made a couple just like truly horrific beings um it's it's definitely as far as my adhd brain goes it was like oh play around with this for a second realize like you don't really want to spend a time much time in here and then like do as like grotesque of a thing as you possibly can sort of on your way yeah. out. Um, it's like, I should not be kill me. Make me <laughs> no more. <laughs> Why am I? It is, it is like, uh, it's, it's, it, it's the kind of game I wish was around when I didn't ever consume alcohol, drugs, or have sex. <laughs> Because I think just, just from years of adult life, my brain has atrophied in a way. Actually, yeah, this, <laughs> this did maybe early on. I would have loved it. Yeah, a lot a of kid. like sexual needs for me too. Is that? <laughs> I really felt like this one. Um, I I like loved how bare like down to the fundamentals the creation was like, I, I like everything that everyone's saying, like, I love that part of it, but I was sort of the entire time. And maybe this is like the big existential question is like, to what end, you know, I just didn't really understand like why I was building anything. Like it felt like very, it felt like they built like a platform. It didn't yeah. feel like they built like a game or an application or an application, yeah. you know? So like, I, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, definitely feel like as a kid i would have sat there and just like made stuff all day like in my class like right now the kids are all coding on this like very basic mit um platform and like they sit there and they just like mess around and like make like cats like jump around and do these things and i'm just like i don't think i have the patience to (laughs) to sit there and like even though it's fun and yeah it's like really cool that you have created that from nothing i my brain is not in that place anymore yeah i want tasks yeah Yeah, i need yeah i guess is this the right tell me if this if this is the right word it doesn't feel gamified Mm. no it doesn't isn't that the isn't like it's like what is what is the objective other than to vaguely be successful right yeah that's why it seems like a tool it's like a tool they made Mm. a tool but it's like there's really no application for the tool like it's not like it's not like a movie making software or like a i don't know like it's not really simulating anything beyond just like very basic anatomy what do you call like bio uh bio engineering yeah i mean i wonder if there's i wonder if there's a way to like extract these things and put them in other games or something you know like or make your own i don't know what they're kind of like yeah but you're right they have created kind of a platform but it seems like you know i i wasn't able to get to a point where i could make you know, the light sensors or the movement sensor, like there's, there's these like things that you could attach to these things, but because the tutorial kind of like dipped, uh, I wasn't able to really 
explore what it meant, but it does seem like it could be a cool way to create some sort of game art, artificial intelligence or something along those lines. But it's yeah, yeah no matter yeah. what it is, it's it's like successful in and of itself. It's just like what are its objectives outside of that? And I think I only thinking about that because it does kind of take me back to that like Math Blasters, CD ROM oh, uh, Zumbinis was another fun kind of oh, edutaining. Such thing. a great game. Yeah, and it, 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 I mean, it's more. I think it's more sophisticated than those things, but it kind of takes me back and yeah. puts me into that space where there was like really clear objectives, and it was like, more I didn't sophisticated than Zumbinis. <laughs> That's the pull quote from the episode for this game. More sophisticated than Zumbinis. <laughs> that uh, was my, get, pan, my uh, cold guy pandemic club was called Zumbinis. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That was good. <laughs> um, final thoughts. I'll start. Uh, I'm a play on this one. This is cool. Pick it up. Check it out. There's something fun going on here. It's definitely worth giving it a look over. And if you're someone who likes engineering or biology or more complicated stuff and has the patience to kind of sit there and do stuff, it's worth checking out uh, just for a second. Um just to get in the kind of the world of it. So eventually when this game shows up and takes over classrooms all over the United States. Oh, also the graphics are really nice. Like it looks good, you know, and the interface is like easy to use. I just don't get. Oh exactly yeah. It's super clean. Yeah. yeah. Super clean. Um, but I, I'm a play on this one. Uh, Matt, how about you? Uh, I'm a play. I mean, I'm excited to see what somebody does with this. Cause I feel like they have created like objects out of all these really microscopic things. And some programmer, with a great idea is going to turn help make this into like a really interesting game and beyond like it's educational potential. So yeah, play, check it out. Eric. I will be a pass, but if you guys had also been passes, I would have been a play. I think that <laughs> this game is not quite a game and I'd like for it to be a game, but it's got some kind of cool, interesting things. And if you want to like be a little bit of a sicko mad scientist and create a, a hellish little spine demon that uh, is in perpetual pain, uh, <laughs> you can do that. Brian. This is your game. Keep on going. Oh, me? Uh, well, as I believe a great um, poet once said, uh, the reason men are propelled to create art is because we can't create life. <laughs> it's like a fucked up... Uh, I say, more, that's a great poet once said, more sophisticated than Zumbinis. <laughs> yeah. um, no, um, it was really cool. Uh, I think it's a play because it kind of part of me, kind of like how Eric was saying, is kind of ADHD brain kind of turned off on it there were some things where i really love science and i really love math and something about my brain maybe it's some latent dyslexia or something just like really shuts off but there's like so i could see someone that's more analytical finding the game within it because maybe there fucking is like uh i just think it's like really smooth it's really clean that i was like never confused with controls and only wanted to discover and explore controls Versus a lot of other kind of like low budget games, like I, it felt really clear and and fun and like uh, very discovery oriented. So it's a play for me. Great, yeah. hell yeah, guys! On to the final game. 
an American werewolf in LA, baby. And I'm not just talking oh, about BRM. Yeah. Uh, this is from the Racial Justice and Equality uh, Bundle by Play Medusa, a 2D action arcade, a local co op, uh, pixel art retro. Beat em up. You are a werewolf, but there are monsters worse than you in Hell's Creek. Uh, spiritual success for the 80s classic and American werewolf in London. A tribute to genre references, John Landis, Paul Nache, and Rick Baker. A frenetic action arcade uh, video games like Classic Arcades. Five levels of pure arcade action. More than ten enemies to defeat. Uh, gratuitous violence. And that's it. Um, oh, baby. Anything that references John Landis, the guy that killed people with a helicopter. That's my <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> One of the best genre filmmakers, John Landis. I know. That was a little like, <laughs> like when I was like, what's up with these names? It's like, oh my God, that's John Landis. That's who you're talking yeah, about. Why do these guys look so weird? <laughs> oh, yes. The guy, the, the guy whose sperm created Max Landis. Oh. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's um, celebrate him for anything. <laughs> Oh, so the, when the game is pushed out, Max, you're not allowed to be I, um, beloved. That's what that's what happened. I, I would intentionally die every episode or every level so that he, he would die. <laughs> out of protest. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're a werewolf and you're fighting. Um, it's like a side scrolly, or not even a side scrolly. It's like it's when, a time trial thing. Basically, you're on this level and you're trying to kill uh, the bad guys on this level that show up within two minutes. Every episode, every level is two minutes, and they introduce harder bad guys and uh, different restrictions in the environment. Every level, I made it to level two where you're in Chicago. Uh, you got the Chicago skyline behind you in pixel art, which is cool, and you're and fighting you Chicago cops. cops. Yeah, you're yeah. just beating the shit out of cops, which is very. I like that. Yeah, I like that choice. Out. That was a yeah, good. Choice. That was cool. Um, uh, did anyone make it past there? No. I got to the next one with Route 66. I can't remember the city they wrapped it around. I, uh, I, I felt like the, the game looked so good. The animation was awesome, but mm-hmm. I found just the system so boring. Like, yeah, I was just, like, I'm I, right there with you. It was, it's like everything that I w- want, but it's not really. I don't know. I think the, like, the side scroller, like, fighting games, they were never that much fun like when they were big and popular it was just sort of what you could do in an arcade yeah. as a group of people and that was fun well yeah this one also is a big... oh go ahead Alex. So, this one flattens the plane so you're just moving side to side you can't sort of move up and down which is even so it's it's know. even it's, it's smaller it's a smaller game brian yeah. go ahead yeah, that's that's kind of what I was I was saying is like it's it, it reminds me of the the original like the uh, uh, Turtles mm-hmm. um, arcade or like the Simpsons arcade game, you know, like that kind of classic without the mobility of right. You're kind of from that three quarters top level and you could kind of move back and forth. You're really on a 2D plane. And the other thing is because it is like a time trial, the the world itself is built and I will say this, it's beautiful and it looks awesome and it's hard yeah. to get pixel art to stand out from other pixel art. And it yeah. absolutely does. That's yeah, like, there is like this, this, this like, um, like there's like this motion in the animation that like, you don't see in a lot that like, there's a lot of that, like blur, like there's some great old term for com- uh, in cartoons when there's that kind of like fluid, like 
like it looks like curved lines, but really you're you just have a bunch of blocks moving around. But like like the way the bodies move, the way the attacks land, everything looks awesome. But it's just so limited in the gameplay that it's like a bummer. Because I kept on, I didn't even realize it was a time trial. Because I kept on moving. It's like on the first level, you're like in the hometown. It's like there's like a convenience store and a movie theater and you're on the street and i kept on being like do i go into the movie theater like what am i doing like like it felt like the the just the controls in the game itself was so basic it was it was kind of a tease yeah of what i was expecting out of a game that looked so good and like but the gameplay like you couldn't yeah i don't know I, i just it was complicated and not very slick for me not complicated it was regimented there wasn't a lot of like like you couldn't dodge i think you're right that it was partly that it did feel so fun like it felt fun to like throw these punches Mm -hmm. and to glide and dash but yeah and then at the end of it you were like Oh, I can throw punches and I can glide and dash. And then I was yeah. like, why am I stuck in this wall? And I was like, oh, I just have to stay here for, <laughs> for a minute and 30 seconds, I guess. Yeah. You know, there's a, have you guys heard of the game Beautiful Joe? It's no. like a game, it was a GameCube beat em up kind of like this. And it was sort of an homage in a lot of ways. And it was very 2D. So there was no, you know, Z axis or whatever. You couldn't like move back and forth like you can in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Simpsons and all that. And, like, that game reminded me of this a bit, but the difference was that game had, like, a combo system. There were points. There was, like, incentive to, like, do things well. And this game, like, in order to beat it, you have to cheese this game. Like, you have to figure out ways to, like, run to the other side, regenerate health, and then, like, it's it just felt very... There was, like, a, a difference between all the things that were good about this game in terms of like the way it looked and the fluidity of all the actions and like the feedback it gave you in a way that yeah. just made it, it just didn't feel like a uh, cohesive thing. It felt very, um, I don't know, uh, discombobulated. Like mm. Yeah. The gameplay. Cause the, cause the concept is totally full, but it was like, I think the concept was you walk around in a Z access and then you fight a boss at the end of all these five levels. Right. Yeah. Or something like that. Like it felt more, constr- it felt constructed like a, it, it was constructed and looked like a double dragon kind of style game or like river city ransom, but yeah. it, it was, it was not. And that was yeah. just like, hard, it, cause it's like, it looks so good. So just make it look, different or something i was so i was so ready to love it i was so ready I was oh, and it looks and sounds amazing yeah oh yeah yeah i um my I, I had a similar experience i also was just kind of like the there the animation and the way like the feedback from it when you actually hit someone was good but the controls were just frustrating enough yeah that it was a, a higher degree of difficulty to make something happen. Like it was actually tough to do the jump dash sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. And that's like a little frustrating, especially on the second level with like bullets are literally flying all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. And even with that, it was hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it was hard to dodge or sorry. It was hard to block instead of dodge. Like there were some mechanical stuff that were just like, it kind of felt like I was like, where i should be and i was like just missing a guy or like mm-hmm. oh, the controls were just like a little too precious or exact that i wasn't getting the right kind of movement i wanted out of it this well, is I, not, there's no design 
It this just wasn't game. designed. Sorry. This, yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> just yelling. That's like <laughs> that's like gotta be people. the rudest thing. I've said some rude things, but there's no design. Is well, like that's <laughs> so mean. I, well, I, I, I know. Like, I yeah. Just in the I sense, I'll it. say really quickly. Just in the sense that like it would throw. They created enemies that did things, and then they created the parameters. You have two minutes, but there wasn't any rhyme or reason to when the enemies came out like what it was just like it's possible to survive but i feel like when i was winning it was so much of it was luck so much of it was luck you know Which so maybe that's avoiding, thing, you know? right like yeah. avoiding the combat instead of going into the gameplay it was what's, more like yeah what's trying really to avoid fun it. is what's really funny is it is almost like identical to elden ring just in terms of like <laughs> your ability to play how difficult it is and it's and and so to play to be playing like elden ring for a few hours and then be like i'm gonna try to play this game and it's like a 2d version that is just as frustrating (laughs) it reminded me more of hook (laughs) yeah it did yeah (laughs) this feels like an nes game in that you know it was it's a takes a a beloved property and doesn't like fully create a game around it sort of like yeah uh i'll uh uh, brian what's your final thoughts on the game there was so much to like uh well i would say play because sometimes gameplay when like the art and design and like the story and, and stuff is higher i think it's worth playing because it doesn't take ultimately that much of your time i think it's fun to kind of see um how they're messing with the tropes and i i i would play through again and i probably will just because i want to see the different worlds and maps even though ultimately it's not exactly what i'm looking for but it's a play uh matthew had uh i I don't this one was is tough because i feel like there's enough here to like play it for a few minutes if you have it great but like i yeah, there's, there's a, so much that frustrated me about it that made me think about like what I dislike about other games <laughs> that I feel like maybe it's a pass. You know, I feel like I, I ultimately for me, it's a pass because it's um, it's faults were just too glaring and distracting. Uh, for me, I am probably a uh, ultimately a pass, but I think if you like difficult games and arcade games and beat em ups, it's definitely worth checking out. So I'm a personal pass, but acknowledging that like that's because those aren't really my favorite kinds of games. And if you did like those things, then this could be okay uh, for you. Uh, Eric? I once worked a job for about three weeks. And part of while I was working this job, uh, I was outside of the writer's room where Max Landis was, um, I think he was the showrunner or he was a creator of Dirk Gently's uh, The Detective thing. And I used to watch him occupy so much of their time just speaking about wrestling to them just talking non-stop verbal diarrhea to a group of writers who looked like they wanted to shoot themselves um <laughs> and so um anyway this, this game uh, as another product of uh john landis's um as another sort of seed. lasting yeah seed of john landis it's yeah i think i think it's funny because it's like it is so close to a thing 
that I want to like. And it kind of hits all these sort of references that are references that I also enjoy. And, um, but it, I just have to be honest with about how the gameplay itself felt. And that was pretty boring pretty quickly, um, which is, I don't know. Game design is hard. It's, it's so strange because like this, you know, what's funny, right? Like these freaking rocks rolling around. Like I had more fun rolling around as a rock bumping into stuff in a, like completely uncompleted game than I did <laughs> fighting these people in this with with these given constraints of the designer, which is I think Matt, why you're saying that there's no design here. The design is not necessarily focused on having fun in some ways. Maybe it's focused on being hard, and that can also be referential to these types of games, which were always hard games. But I think that the platform. No, nah, people have made less difficult platform fighting games. So, you know, you could chalk it up to maybe it's reference. And um, I'll give you that. But but ultimately, it still ended up being a little dissatisfying. Well, we've gotten into the podcast, and somehow I failed to mention the start of it. Our, our little Brian has become a bit of a T-shirt magnet in the time in between. He's always had a screen printing business, but lately it's been cranked up. Yeah, cranked up to 11. And yeah, that's from Spible Tap. Spible Tap. Spible Tap. Oh what did I say? Bob. Yeah, Spible Tap. Oh, yeah. This cool. goes up to 11. <laughs> Spible Tap. Yeah, I'm a t shirt mogul now, guys. Mm-hmm. Piss Angeles. Pissangeles.bigcartel.com. Mm, check it out. He's always posting on his Twitter, too, which is. At uh, Brian Magoo? Magoo? Magoo. Just G O. M C G O. Yeah. Magoo. Not goo, because that would be two O's. One O. Or E W. Magoo. Or it could be like a funny accent he's doing. I don't know. This is my life. (laughs) You're making jokes about my life. (laughs) Okay. Well, this has been a really fun episode. Thanks for being on the podcast again, Brian. Thank you for having me, guys. Can I say one last thing? Of course. Games are great. And this was my first three across-the-board plays. Wow. And I think that, that, is, that is deserving wow. of something special. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it. I'm going to say um, I'll have one of each, please. Wow. That's what I'm I've decided you guys should say when you are three plays. You should say I think that's a great idea. I'll have, have one of each please. Have one of each, please. Should we all say it at the same time and then that'll be the sound bite? If you, hey, have, you know what oh, that yeah. means. Yeah. Ready? One, two, three. I'll, I'll have, have one, one of each. Of each. <laughs> we'll do it again. We'll do it again. Yeah. Okay. One of each, one. please, right? Yeah. yeah, just one of each, please, or I'll have one of each, please. I'll have one of each. Wait, please. say it cool and fast, like you're a cool, you know, like you're a cool guy at a restaurant. All right, ready? Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. I'll, I'll have, have one, one of each, each please. please. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I have one, of, one of each, please. I'll have one of each, please. Hey, give me one of each, please. <laughs> I'll have three pizzas, please. <laughs> it's a three pizza kind of night. That's what it is when it's three plays. Now it's it's a three pizza kind of night.
Maybe we could Triple all toppings and three pizzas? What a deal. <laughs> Maybe we say something like that. <laughs> That was a great episode of podcasting. Oh, man. Alex, I think that we're getting really good at this. I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, next week, we're joined by the wonderful Kate O'Connor. Uh, we're playing some fun games. Uh, Kate's been on the podcast before. She is a comedian, uh, <laughs> gadfly, and general <laughs> g- general uh, uh, wonderful person. Uh, we're playing three games. They are Invernus Knights from the Racial Justice and Equality Bundle by Kitsubasa, a Boys Love Gay, Historical, LGBT, Multiple Ending, Supernatural, Visual Novel. Uh, Future Unfolding from the Palestinian Aid Bundle by Spaces of Play. An action-adventure, atmospheric exploration, uh, non-linear, mystery, procedurally generated, single-player, top-down game. And Noise One from the Rich and Equality Bundle by Chevy Ray, the great Chevy Ray. A hacking, horror, roguelike, uh, stealth-typing game. Woof. All right. I, I th- this is this is a good if if you don't if you have the bundles and you're ever like maybe I'll play along one week. This is a fun one to play along. These are these are three interesting games. <laughs> yeah, you should do that. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know if people do that. I doubt people do that, but they should definitely do that. Well, you know, it's like our friends in blank check. They that that's a movie podcast. So they just have to watch one movie and then listen to the podcast. We ask you to play three games from bundles you may or may not own. <laughs> All right. Uh, like and subscribe to us on Twitter at bundle underscore buddies. Find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Give a subscription there. And uh, we're at www.bundlebuddiespodcast. Or is it Bundle Buddies Podcast? Or yeah, bundlebuddiespodcast.com. Yeah, that's right. You got it right. I got it right. Alex. I Eric? love you. I love you. I love you. All right. All right. See you next time. All right. Bundle Buddies is produced by Matthew Haddock. Our theme song is Neo Shiki by Roll Music. Email Bundle Buddies Podcast at gmail.com to say hi. Hi.